Welcome to Lights in the Sky podcast, episode 44, casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. Uh, Tony. And you almost talked over me then. Did I? I could see you lean into the microphone. <laughs> I was breathing in to start. <laughs> um, we are back to... Well, what was that? Cat jumped in the cupboard. Oh, uh, we're off to a flyer then. <laughs> jumped in the cupboard? Oh, it did too. Yeah. Is it meant to be in there? <laughs> Should I shut the cupboard door? Yeah. <laughs> Let it do its thing. Um, in this episode, I will be bringing you a tale from uh, the paranormal realm, so we'll see what Tony thinks of it. Um, new listeners to the show, welcome. The way this works is I'm probably... We'll start off with throwing you a paranormal-themed hypothetical. You haven't done that for a wee bit, have we? No, we've had too much we got off the boil? to talk about. We got off the boil? I think we're off the wagon. On the wagon? Back on the wagon? I think we're getting back on the wagon. Getting back on the wagon, yeah. (laughs) Getting back on the wagon today. Last week and the week before was a bit of a um, best of without being a best of. Yes. Um, Yeah, so now back into full swing. So we'll start with the hypothetical, then I'll tell us a story, and then we'll get you some strange. If you don't know what that is, it's worth hanging around for, and then we'll end. That's right. Good stuff. Exciting. Um, loading up on the Red Bulls just to make sure you're up. Yeah, yeah. Had a, had a wee cough. Coffee. Ooh. Now the cat's in the bookshelf on a tiny shelf. <laughs> yeah, he likes to sit in that little space. <laughs> Did you clear it out especially? Uh, not especially, no, but he's made it his own and I won't put anything back in there. <laughs> Good. Um, I too have an energy drink. I was craving some ginseng. Some gin? <laughs> no. Do you think anyone ever... Craves ginseng, taurine, guarana, or, and let me look, read this one, glucuronolactylene. I've heard people crave glucuronolactylene. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really interesting they print that, like, around the rim of the can of Monster. Do you think they're trying to, like, make those terms popular, normal, normal words? Because yeah. I've heard, I've, you know, I've heard with some, uh, taurine is something I always hear about on Red Bull. Yeah, mm. with taurine. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I assume it's something they derive the name Red Bull from. Because, like, Taurus, the bull. Don't know. Maybe. Maybe. That's a theory. Um, if you missed it, last week we had a poll. Twitter poll. Um, <laughs> that thing's gone off, hasn't it? <laughs> well, I put it up in the last hour, so... Yeah, and it's been unstoppable. Well, there's a few um, votes on it. Yeah, unstoppable, I believe. Uh, do you want to read out what it is? Do you have a handy? Or... Uh, you ha- you want handy? What? what about handy? Do you have a handy? <laughs> you want a handy? <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we have six days and 21 hours left in the the um, poll here. But by the time we record, by the time hear this episode, it, that will have passed. So. Actually, it'll be finished. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, tune in next week. Calling the, the, the poll you missed. Calling the preliminary results. Um, we've had three votes, and uh, the poll is uh, as promised. Here is Tony's. Uh, that's me. His poll. <laughs> From episode 43 in the episode of Amelia Earhart, where there was a navigator called Noonan. If somebody said good morning at 11.59am to Mr. Noonan, and just before he replied, it ticked over from 11.59am to 12 midday, would he reply Noonan <laughs> instead of morning? So it's morning. There you go. Oh, Noonan, it's which so is also his name. So 
But yeah, results so far uh, had number of votes. Hundred percent yes. That's what people think. <laughs> Definitely worth. Unfortunately, doing. Noonan, like Amelia Earhart, disappeared, and we have no idea to confirm whether this is true. We, we probably should reach out to some of Noonan's um, fa- family, friends, relatives, acquaintances. Yeah. No. Nope. Ask if this actually happened, and I believe it probably happened more than once. <laughs> yeah, a regular occurrence, as they say. Okay. Um, also on Twitter, I retweeted uh, one of the stories from last week, which had an interesting video around one of the stories we covered that I can't recall right now. So have a look at LITS underscore podcast. Um, shall, oh, just before we start, a little bit more admin. I know you like admin. Um, the... The people who help us out with our podcast um, are on Twitter as the New Pod World Order, and they are going to be at um, Planet Comic Con in Kansas City. When what when is this going to happen? Um, looking it up, it is Feb- February sixteenth to eighteenth. Um, so if you're going to Planet Comic Con in Kansas City, um, go along there. They'll have some stickers and things to give away um some of them will have our logo emblazoned on february 16 to 18 that's what i just said at uh the bartle hall 301 west 13th street kansas city missouri 64105 ah here we go the opening hours noonan to 7 p.m on the the friday 10 a.m to 7 p.m on the saturday and 10 a.m to 5 p.m on the sunday that's some good hours isn't it (laughs) Um, such celebrity guests as Sting from the WWE, Kevin Conroy, who's like the Batman voice, Alice Cooper, um, some that I don't recognize, so I'm not reading. John Cusack? What? Where? He's there. Planet Comic Con? I don't see him. Um, yeah, bunch of people. If you go and go, if you go and go to this table, Danny Trejo, um, and get some new pod world order swag and some of that being ours as well so it's kind of cool yeah some nice. stickers that i haven't even seen we're paid for got them <laughs> shipped directly to these people from the printers so that they're there in time oh fantastic then... fantastic blazers zach callison's going to be there as well <laughs> very good <laughs> i don't know who that fantastic is. blazer <laughs> um was there any other admin i don't think so have you got any admin no, I'm fresh out. Cool. Um, I will say one of the Carolina Reapers um, from the sauce. I, I picked some seeds out of the hot sauce and it sprouted. Oh. Mm. So I'll keep you updated on that. Right. I'm sort of recalling from sort of previous discussion of this that there's now a debate about whether anyone's going to eat it, worth eating it, and <laughs> this is just a whole waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's yeah. happening. Um, yeah. Hence the cut down section. <laughs> Yeah. without the yeah. intros Just and outros. the intro. Well, I taped over the intro, so I don't have anything left to play. <laughs> Dang. You can't exactly just untape over a cassette as well. It is. Just uh, note that uh, John John Cusack's only there Saturday and Sunday at uh, mm. Comic-Con. So. Okay. you got to time your run because you yeah. it's the same as a few of them, I think. Um, okay, so hypothetical? Mm-hmm. So, if you... Blast me in the face with your hypothetical. I will. Um, Just kind of came up with this on the way in, so it's a little bit scrawly in my book. Um, Were you writing it when you were driving? No. 
uh, just wrote it quickly while I wasn't driving. Um, you get the opportunity to go with some aliens who can show you the future of Earth in an instant. It feels like, you know, a couple of minutes, uh, but you know exactly what's going to happen. It's kind of like my, bo- my brain gets plugged in and the information gets downloaded to me. And I yeah, can like see. on the Matrix where he's yeah. like, I know Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're dropped back on Earth and you're instantly 20 years older. <gasps> um, or instead of having that 20 years just taken away from you, you can spend those 20 years stranded on a desert island by yourself. Oh, so do I? I mean, I'm going to have to make a choice regardless. I'm either going to be on my, on the island by myself. Yep. Kim Jong Un's not on this island. Um, not at first. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice. Um, so I'm going to get the information regardless. Yep. So I'm either going to age twenty years yep. in a blink of an eye. Yep. Or where, where is this island? Um. Say the Whit Sundays. The Whit Sundays? No, it's it's an island. Fiji. That- Okay, let's say it's a, rather than an island, it's a large raft that will move around. So sometimes you might be in like cold, cold climate. What are the bathroom facilities like on this raft? Um, They are spacious, as in... Like palatial? (laughs) There isn't any. Ah. But you can go off the side because you're I was thinking I'm going to poop off the side, but I'm I'm nervous about putting contaminants in the world's oceans. Where do you think your toilet flushes to? Yeah, but they get treated. Do they? Yeah. Mm. But in storms, it overflows. But anyway. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's so? Is am I guaranteed to survive this trip? Because this sounds risky, being on a raft for twenty years. No, not guaranteed. You got all the provisions you need, but nothing's guaranteed. Okay, so I get dumped on a raft. Why? Why did the aliens want to do this again? It's because it's a hypothetical question, and they don't exist. And I said they would do it. Um. How much history and how much stuff do I learn? Like, I just am I? How much would you have to could learn? Could I for use it, to, be it to make money? Like, could I like know the outcome of things and bet on them because I now know everything? I like you figure out early on that Bitcoin can make you rich. Yeah, like the next Bitcoin, <laughs> and I invest in it because now I have all that knowledge. Yeah, yeah, you could say you could say yeah, you got you get that knowledge when you get back from the raft or. Do I actually come back in 20 years or I just come back to like I'd zip away right now, be dropped back with all this knowledge and just be exact same time, Mm. but 20 years older? Uh, It's 20 years later. Okay. So I've been gone for 20 years. Yeah. Does anyone know where I've been? Like I just disappeared. Is that kind of what happened or? Yeah. It's just a missing persons case. What did you do do with the podcast? Um, Probably took it to new heights. (laughs) (laughs) right yeah well, I guess I, that wouldn't be wouldn't that be an ultimate mystery for a mystery podcast that one of the guys disappeared yeah and then reappears 20 years later and it makes me famous so you think, then you get back 20 years later and could i come back like to the podcast show. yeah could i come back and also co-host so if i came back after 20 years could i co-host this show that no because the no, podcast I, wouldn't be a thing anymore it's just no i'm not saying podcast would be there could be you'd be doing some potentially doing something else so maybe if i come back if you've got like famous off this because you it's the first podcast with a real mystery. No, see, I think that I dealt with the disappearance of co-host Tony. I so when I come back, <laughs> you potentially have a talk show. That's going okay, not great. No, no it's pretty. The, well, it's like you no, know, it's a sort of a, a C, C plus. 
talk show and I come back and because I'm injected back into it because I've been gone for 20 years and because I know everything about the future, I can like have good like psychic corner or something. No, see so the way I and see it is I, that- you know, we once I get back, like it actually it kicks right. You know, it goes from like a C plus to like a B minus to the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, the way I see it is that um, the hey, podcast gets <laughs> the, the podcast gets. See, the thing is, you stopped. You stopped while I took a drink. <laughs> I tried to talk like four times, and then I stopped to take a drink, and you then paused. I <laughs> So uh, the way I see it is that the podcast is like uh, it really takes off without you, not because of your disappearance, just because it's a better show without you on it. Oh, that's a bit <laughs> of a dick move. So then I get famous and I have my own show from there. It's like the platform. This thing only takes off because you're not interrupting me anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, well, then screw you. I'd come back and have all this knowledge and I wouldn't share any of it with you. And you'd buy the TV network and shut yeah, down my show. I would show. do, because I'd, I'd, I'd bet on uh, the GGs <laughs> <laughs> and make lots of money. Horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> would that mean that if you did that, if you came back and had all the knowledge of the horses, who wins what, would the TAB, like the, the betting agency, go under? Because you've taken all their money? I guess you would. You'd have to play... I mean, yeah, you'd have to um, be careful with it. Because, like, even if they said, how do you know all this is happening? I said, well, I was taken away by aliens and they gave me all this knowledge. <laughs> mm. They wouldn't really believe it. People wouldn't believe that, right? Like, that's no. nonsense. Yeah. yeah, Much no. like the hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, so... So, I could still get away with it. Yeah. If it wasn't for those meddling kids. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do things like uh, go to a casino. Why? Because I couldn't count, you know, count cards. <laughs> no, but I mean the TAB or the betting agency. I keep saying TAB because it's our one, but I don't think they're all. I think they're TAB. all the TAB. Okay. I think everything. I think every betting agency is the TAB. <laughs> yeah. The bookies. What does that stand for, actually? Um. Totally awesome bookies. Bookies. They only have money because people lose bets so they yeah, only so have as much money as people put into them so if you would if you just took a squillion dollars and put it all on this one horse that's paying two dollars fifty they wouldn't have that 2.5 squillion to give back to you would they um no they wouldn't no no, no sorry I, I just looked up tab and it's uh total total two talista tour what to list it agency bought okay t it's like total list ata huh no wonder they call it tab <laughs> the when i signed up for the tab they email you as new zealand racing board or something like that like it's a horse racing type thing oh yeah yeah Nice. Um, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it all to the TAB, though. Like, I'd make a little bit of money TAB, then I'd go to, like, uh, Americas and, like, put big money on, on, on proper, like, on big sports. Okay. And then I'd be, like, betting on, like, when they say, like, what is going to be, like, the next Royal Underdog Baby's story. name. Oh, right. Yeah, and I'd be like, I'll do one of those ones, and yeah. But it's still the same agency. They've still got to have money there. Yeah, but I'd mix it around. You could, um, okay. All right, so you're just going to rip off a bunch of betting agencies, and I'd like know the lotto numbers, so I could just pick those too. So, okay, all right, so income's not an issue. 
Income for me is not an issue either because I have my talk show. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's bombing though. We know this. We know, <laughs> you know it, needs, for some reason, it needs me back. It's, it needs me back to get your ratings up. For some reason in my head, uh, when I think of me in the future having a chat show, I have Dave Letterman's beard. <laughs> yeah. But I I'm watched, really popular and have like, yeah. it's in the Ed Sullivan Theatre or something no, like that. I, I watched that um, first episode of his, uh, his Netflix next thing? guest needs no introduction. Yeah, I watched that good so aren't you freaking amazing you're not, yeah i'm not gonna I'm bow down and kiss your feet or something geez just i had to research for my new chat show yeah whatever my next guest needs little introduction yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right so I, i'm just i'm sorry your talk show is failing <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say on this but to, to have got to the talk show level it's only without you dragging me down so yeah but i would have been better <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better with me. Well, that doesn't make sense. I know, it doesn't have to. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have to. You can bet from bookies. Yeah, exactly. Um, what if you... Um, okay, so what if you got a bet wrong? Would you, Would your world just crumble? And... I would occasionally get them wrong on purpose, though, just to just, you know, lay out. So, oh, yeah. yeah, so they wouldn't, you know... Like, oh, I've got half tracks. a billion. I'll put another hundred million into this one that I know is going to lose, yeah. and I'll just win it back next week. Yeah, exactly. When the Cubs win the World Series, yeah, I'd be strategic with my betting. <laughs> okay, wouldn't um, be sharing any of these tips with you though. So you're saying you you definitely would do that? Like that's the option. You, well, I'm not age twenty years, twenty years, I get my giant Letterman beard and my talk show. Yeah, and you're, you're happy with that show. yeah <laughs> oh, i'm not happy about your talk show i think it needs improvement you need to work on it but um yeah I you're think... not happy my talk show is failing or you're not happy that i got there no I'm, I look, I'm proud of you <laughs> but i'm not ha- I'm, I'm not happy that you haven't put much effort into it and it's failing okay you're just coasting off this co-star disappearance thing for 20 years i'm still reading get me some strange yeah <laughs> Still haven't worked out a way to give away that second book. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. just got like a uh, like Jim Gaffigan in the wings, yeah. like also flicking through pages and telling him <laughs> when to stop. Okay, um, so okay, well that's interesting. You happily give up twenty years of your yeah, life? Yeah, I give up twenty years for fortune. This is um, kind of similar to that one where I said, "How long would you have to go to prison for for your mortgage to disappear? Yeah. What's worthwhile?" <laughs> it's a similar one okay it is but then like you started trying to find that sweet point yeah where it there's was. always a spot yeah it's yeah. like where is it so like, i was like the next point do you say would you go away for 30 years because <laughs> all of, what you're sort of doing is you're giving me knowledge and wealth yeah but it's always like a prison, you have to disappear you have to you have to give up what happens to me when it, like with these 20 years where am i during these 20 years it's just gone it's just gone they play with the time space continuum and they can select a, Are they, playing they can in, select a portion and hit delete okay They're like editing time yeah yeah and adobe premiere i think he's not better than that <laughs> no adobe's got highly capable good. i guess so <laughs> underrated they got to make sure they keep their um uh, adobe creative cloud well, at least 20 today. years ahead of <laughs> where it where it should be if, it, if we're gonna jump 20 years like that awesome mm. okay well what I'm if they jumped ahead to where adobe premiere didn't exist anymore and then they couldn't edit again that would be a shame if you went that far ahead yeah that like, actually is a big problem you mm. now have superseded the creation of the software i need to control z this yeah yeah all right cool happy with that okay um yeah i'm again not happy about your show and i think you should put more effort into it but ultimately 
I think I got I got okay out of this. All right. So I'll jump into my story. Yeah, better be better than your, than your talk show, though. My next story needs no introduction. Hey, here he is. <laughs> um, although it is going to be a little different to usual because I completely forgot my laptop. Do you want to read today. off my lappy? No. Do you mean laptop or sit on your <laughs> knee while I read? Well, you could either read it off my laptop or sit on my knee and read it off the laptop. It's either or. No to both, really. Okay. I'm just not sure how, how strong the squeaky chair is, whether it can support two full-grown men <laughs> in their yeah. 30s sitting on this chair. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my oh, story... actually says here, rated for two early 30-year-old full-grown men. men, one yeah. with a successful talk show. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, to be honest, your talk show is successful to start off with. It just you just yeah, slips. You you just don't put the effort into it anymore. <laughs> I've made it at that point. Yeah, well, I think I would have that attitude because I'm like, well, from humble beginnings, I had this one podcast host just dragging. Twenty me years down. from now, who would be a guest just on your show? <laughs> who, who, like, if we flash for twenty years, like, I come back this time twenty years from now, mm. who is a guest on your show this week? Patriots coach Tom Brady. <laughs> It sounds about right. Yeah. Most likely, yeah. Um, one of the most successful NFL coaches since um, Coach Belichick, yeah. who coaches the Patriots right now. Yeah. <laughs> I misinterpreted the rules. That's a good South Park reference there. Okay. Um, so I've chosen to um, keep a New Zealandy theme. Hey! Why is that? And on the back of... Our last two shows being from New Zealand, um, what do you call those sites? News sites? Yeah, Current news. event sites? <laughs> yeah, news with inverted commas. It is. Um, I've found another one from a competitor to the, to the New Zealand Herald. <gasps> they are a competitor, right? Who's? News Hub. Uh, MediaWorks. NZ Herald is an NZME. Yeah, and, so that's um, more hauraki. Yes. Yeah. And News Hub is, is MediaWorks. MediaWorks, yeah. yeah. So, in uh, competition to that successful story, on the 3rd of... How's the grammar on this one? Is that a bit better? I think it's better, yeah, because it wasn't posted at 6am on Christmas Day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This one is about New Zealand's top conspiracy theories. This was posted fresh back from uh, annual leave on the 3rd of January. (laughs) Nice. Good (laughs) stuff. Yep. Um... And has been liked 491 times. Jeez. Is there comments? Who have it's more than comments? I thought. Do you have any... Do News Hub do comments? Um, let me see at the bottom here. They do clickbait. <laughs> they do, yeah. Um, we no, had, we widely of... celebrated clickbait in the last couple of episodes, so yeah. um, might like park that one. Spons- Unless there's any clickbait in particular that you think is worth Sponsored on. links by Taboola. Massive reward for Kiwis born between 1941 and 1981. Taboola, isn't that... Oh, I'm thinking of Tabuli, I think. No, no, these aren't... See, this is how bad it is. Is um, They're not really clickbait. They're, they're stories from them. Oh, no, this clickbait. <laughs> Cabins on cruise ships can be way cheaper than you think. Ten steps on being a top student. All right, I'm just going to jump into um, the top conspiracy theories from New Zealand as posted by News Hub on the 3rd of January 2018. Okay. First one, 
Let me know if you've heard any of these too. I reckon I've probably heard all of them. Yeah, probably. Are you looking at the article? No, I'm on, <laughs> I'm looking at clickbait on my article. Okay. There's actually which has this weird method will restore vision clarity. Oh, uh, in parentheses, genius. And it's again somebody with a teaspoon egg up against their eye, but it's a different person. <laughs> obviously so got weird. a different uh, stock image art for that one. Okay. Seismic testing vessel caused the Kaikoura earthquakes. Oh, yes. I, I had heard about... Um, mm-hmm. This well-known... That's why you know about it. So, well-known earthquake was uh, not last year, year before. There was, like, lots of massive earthquakes just north of where we are. you got to say what year. 2016. Otherwise, if people listen in a year's time, they don't know. No one's listening back to it. <laughs> totally are. If they find out that, um, that Dave Letterman lookalike used to do a podcast, they'll go back to the back catalogue. <laughs> All right, 2016, yeah, like November Someone could be listening in 20 years' time after yeah. seeing my um, TV show in decline. Yeah, what was it, like a 7.8 magnitude quake or something? Yeah, are you sure you're not looking at the article? No, I just have a good memory about earthquake things. Like, All right. Yeah. So it struck uh, at a place north of here called Kaikoura, which means Kai is Māori for food, yep. and Kaikoura is microwave. I think. Is that right? Nope. Okay. Microwave dinner. That means from the sea, right? No, I think it means microwave dinner. Okay. This well-known conspiracy theory followed 2016's magnitude 7.8 Kaikoura earthquake, blaming the presence of seismic testing ship Amazon Warrior for the devastating shake. The 126-meter-long vessel was offshore to start seismic testing for oil along the eastern seaboard, which involves using high-energy sounds to map the seabed. They've been big on that recently, trying to find oil off the coast of New Zealand. Mm. I think give it up. We don't have oil. Yeah. <laughs> Do like, we even need it? I don't know. We're Are we all, better off not using it? Yeah, and like I've been thinking, like like with like Kaikoura is famous for its like seafood and. Mm like marine life stuff so like probably the last thing you want to do is like do like a massive like oil rig off the coast that could then yeah i think our new government which is more lefty wouldn't allow this to happen anymore yeah yeah in the wake of the disaster many people seized the opportunity to blame the ship for the earthquake (laughs) boat and seized and ship and seized quite funny (laughs) green party mp stephen browning posted photos of the ship in cloudy bay near blenheim the day before the quake struck good there's a good sauvignon blanc from cloudy bay if you're on the market <laughs> he said he was sorry to see the e- ecological thumper in our backyard and after the quake people tried to link it to the ship's presence get ready earthquake technology exists with it with a modification too. the u.s military used it on haiti and maybe even fukushima who said this although there is less evidence that points to that warns lewis flyer I don't oh, know who that I was is. Right. I thought about this Green Party MP, and I was like, well, he smoked a wee bit of too much of the green stuff himself. That's... I'm assuming that's just someone on Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't explain who that is. <laughs> okay, there's the first wee foible in that article. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. no research. The first done. sign of There's no very footnote of who this was. No, yeah. yeah. Last note was maybe a shot over the bow. An orchestrated major catastrophe here in New Zealand is the kind of event Key would allow. I'm not calling it like a premonition, but rather a perfect sequence of opportunities to pull a false flag Hegelian dialect catastrophic event. What does that mean? Are they saying key whittlers and like former Prime Minister John Keyes? I assume so. John Keyes. This vessel is undercover monitoring earthquake weaponry being tested on New Zealand and phase two. Phase one was first Christchurch earthquake claimed Warren Witchman. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) 
These claims were called ridiculous by the oil industry, with GNS Science saying seismic testing has no effect on earthquakes. <laughs> I think it wasn't just the oil industry who calls it ridiculous. It's everyone's <laughs> calling it ridiculous. Yeah. So they're shooting high energy uh, beams off the coast, and um, then we have an earthquake. Coincidence? Thoughts? Um, I think we're an extremely seismically active country. Yeah. Um, and I don't think some little boat's going to do anything. <laughs> You heard it here first. That's why he's dragging me down. <laughs> you are the conspiracy theorist nut. <laughs> he's a nutter of conspiracy theorists. Okay, next next one. Or theories. Ready? Yep. You'll like this one. UFO sightings. Auckland. Is this also about the microwave around the one by microwave dinner? No. Oh. No. I think. I don't know. Let's, let me just read. Okay, stop dragging me down. <laughs> Auckland is apparently a hotspot for alien activity with multiple accounts oh, of seeing... Tamaki Makoro. Auckland. Yeah. With multiple accounts of... I am of... the Māori correspondent <laughs> See, on the show. This is this cutting me off is what's, what's keeping me from getting my own talk show. Okay, I'll shut up for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Go way back the other way. <laughs> Just walk out. <laughs> Auckland is... play with a cat See? for a while. <laughs> Auckland is apparently a hotspot for alien activity with multiple accounts of seeing unidentified flying objects in the sky. Lance and Patricia Rasmussen claim to have seen the mysterious shape-shifting colored orbs around their Manukau Heads home most nights for about a year. Well, that is a lot. Most nights. That's good. (laughs) Miss Rasmussen has taken hundreds of photos of the objects which stayed around their isolated... A Fitu property where they lived for 12 years all night long. All night long. Mr. Rasmussen described the objects as spheres three times the size of a CD. (laughs) (laughs) So like, what, like a a record almost? Yeah. Three times the size of a CD, like a big record type thing. (laughs) Is that what he says? (laughs) (laughs) Why does he just say record? Yeah. And said some would be less than four meters away from them when they hovered in the garden. They fly and they change shape and they can stay for more than two or three hours and can change shape and colors right in front of your eyes. This is a bit more like those, um, was it the brown mountain lights that mm-hmm. I did that story sort of thing on? Was oh, it? it's funny because that one I was calling a UFO and you yeah. were saying it wasn't and here it is in a UFO section and you were just talking about how similar it is. I guess it it's is. an unidentified fluttering object, so... <laughs> I don't know if they mean any harm or anything like that, but it's pretty out there, you know? Such a Kiwi thing to say. <laughs> um, and footage taken by a Kiwi man appears to show a blazing UFO in the sky above Manurewa in Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of blazing going on in Manurewa, but I'm not sure how much UFO related. Mm-hmm. The video was posted to the YouTube UFO fan YouTube page and quickly went viral. This is the twelfth time. What is that? He's got a ball in his mouth. <laughs> cat he's just... brought two in. He's got one. He's already brought us one. He's brought us the second ball. Brilliant. The cat just playing with balls in the room. Yeah. Uh, this is the twelfth time that I had recorded this UFO in the last twelve weeks. The video owner posted. People had been guessing it to be a fireball or a meteor, maybe because their camera didn't zoom in close enough. I guess. Is he, he bringing about having like an iPhone X or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. iPhone 10. 
Uh, I guess it's a craft of some sort, as I can see a pulsating red headlight in some of my captured videos. Mm. What do you think is one of those sayings that is like, what's the most New Zealandy saying we have that people won't know? We could educate them on a New Zealandy saying. Um, that whole, I, I, I guess, yeah, with, with these like, uh, like, like that term when someone goes, yeah, nah, is a real Kiwi thing to say. Yeah, nah. Yep. Yeah, nah, which is a no. You start the sentence in a positive way. It's like, do you want to go down to buy a pie from the dairy? Also very New Zealand. Zealand. And yep. the guy would reply, oh, yeah, nah, just watching my figure. <laughs> yeah, that's the sort of thing. Um, buying a pie. When we say pie, we have like um like beef mince. sized meat pies yeah beef mince and pies rather than like dessert pies yeah um they sell them at dairies which is like a bodega or a 7-eleven <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> in australia they call those milk bars. milk bars yeah um and yeah we say yeah nah if we don't want to do something <laughs> yeah the, nah. the one that gets bandied around is like yeah choice like the word choice is sweet something that people other people around the world i think like sweet as sweet as yeah sweet as is like yes (laughs) i i I don't really say sweet as i say oh sweet 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 i say sweet a lot yeah that's good does that sound right yeah yeah sweet sounds all good with me yeah yeah sweet 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 i guess south park say sweet oh yeah sweet sweet yeah yeah i don't think they mean it as like an affirmative response though it's more like a you're saying it like this is cool yeah yeah whereas right. we mean it like yes yes absolutely. <laughs> yeah yes that is fine um uh is it nibiru with two tails like a comet one person asked when the earth is in conjunction conjunction with mars it will really start big time they will be hopping off mars and coming to earth <laughs> okay. by the hundreds or maybe thousands they come on hyperdrive and use jupiter's gravity to slow down a commenter argued I have very lucid dreams of this, how the Intergalactic Federation fended off an invasion of predator ships that looked like it was coming in. What the fuck? (laughs) This is really taking a left turn. Where did this come from? I don't know. This is... These are... Oh, these are the comments from the YouTube video. So every nutter ever. (laughs) Oh, boy, and we're giving them a platform. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this sort of thing wouldn't happen on my show. Um... (laughs) your article you're reading this <laughs> i guess you selected it um okay so uh okay, you've I seen, I you've I, seen I ufos in new zealand i hadn't heard about any of those like, i've got a couple of new zealandy uh, ufo ones i want to talk about coming up um in the next two episodes mm-hmm. um i'll sprinkle them out a wee bit there's one i'm i'm uh, hoping to do in a couple a couple episodes uh it's needed it's it's quite a lengthy article i need to do a bit of research through it so uh and today we're just reading stuff offline <laughs> offline online online off. reading stuff off the online the, the online <laughs> reading stuff off the online onlines um i have to wait till i get fiber though because then i'll be able to work a bit quicker still no love there no i maybe. keep seeing ads about how easy it is to get fiber yeah, don't laughing. believe it for a second they even have like kids like acting you know like they've got like a for their ad campaign it's like so simple kid could do it type stuff and so there's like kids playing 
Yeah, fiber installers. They've been here nine times. They haven't worked it. So maybe that's the problem. Maybe they should stop sending children to install the fiber because they can't get it right. Like, send an adult, please. Good. Um, 12th of February is the date. <laughs> Another the date? That's okay. the fiber date. Because um, they, they came out last Thursday. Mm-hmm. And said, right, we've done the last bit on our end. We need someone to come along and splice it. Oh, yeah. Um, he said, I have to go somewhere else, but I can come back and do it later on. I'll try and get someone else to come out. But if they can't, I'll come out and do it later on tonight. It's like, sweet. Never came sweet. back. Yep. <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Sweet. There you go. Sweet. <laughs> he went out. Never came back. No one ever called. I was like, Brilliant. Right, I... Just never saw someone again. No, no, one, no one turned up. That's good. And he, I'd ask him, like, what's he for doing? He's like, I don't know. They don't tell us. They... Because no one talks to each other. So I don't know what's left to do. I have to try and find that, figure out myself. <laughs> like, oh. Embarrassing. Uh, ready for the next one? Yeah, I think that UFO one, I hadn't heard about those kind of UFOs, but they kind of sound shit. So <laughs> this could have been better UFOs they could have told about from New Zealand, based on the articles I found from this much better site. But um, nice. anyway. Um, this next one is where I've encountered the first, possibly first typo. Oh, Ready? Yep. Pre-Maori settlement of New Zealand is the conspiracy. Was New Zealand inhabited by European races long before arrived? European racists. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's why I want to keep the brown people away. (laughs) Start off with. (laughs) European races long before arrived. (laughs) It reads. (laughs) So it's long before, I guess, Polynesians arrived from... I'm not sure. Settle this land, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's trying to say, was there Europeans before the native New Zealand Maoris? Yeah. Maori people. Um, I like seeing that when you look, because the the plural of of Maori Maori is Maori. Maori. Yeah. Um, But if you go, like, when you've been up, I've been up in, like, Northland, which is, is like, the first part of the country it was settled, and I've done that for work, and there'll be ticky tour around the historic sites, Mm. and you'll see, like, old placards that were put there from 100-something years ago or (laughs) 80 years ago. You know, first interaction between the Europeans and the Maoris, and there's always an S on the (laughs) end of it. I'm like, brilliant, love how how that insensitive this is. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, these aren't, like, these Confederate war memorial sort of things that are causing major uh, upset, but um, it's still... Insensitive and should probably be fixed. Mm-hmm. Agree. Self-proclaimed Northland historian. <laughs> how can you do that? I think it's quite easy. We, like how I we'll want to be a self-proclaimed what? ufologist. I'm a self-proclaimed Southland historian. I am a Southland historian. Oh, nice. What have you? What work have you done on Southland? Um, we. Uh, I did like sixth form history. Yep. That's it. And proclaimed myself yeah, a Southland history as well. Didn't you? Did I? Yeah. Yeah, I think I did. And fifth form. Yeah. Sweet. You got three years <laughs> yeah. under your belt. Three years three years of experience. <laughs> Study for three years to become a Southland historian. Yep. Self proclaimed Northland historian <laughs> Neil Hillam says yes. <laughs> God. Why can no one write a decent article in this country? <laughs> He made headlines when he was accused of grave robbing after taking Maori skulls from grave sites. He then sent human remains overseas for forensic examination and facial reconstruction, which appeared to support his beliefs. People known in your country as Turehu originated from Wales over 3,000 years ago. And those... Oh, I'm getting... Oh my god. I'm pretty sure this is a... I'm getting a phone call and I'm pretty sure it's like a scam thing. Oh, brilliant. Put them on. Yeah. Hello? 
they hung up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting these things for days. They just oh. keep ringing it from these like um, English numbers. Do they answer when you answer when you pick up? Do they say anything? The first one, the, the reason I knew it was a scam. They said they were from like um, uh, such and such credit agency. Yeah, and had a real thick accent, and I could hear like hustle and bustle in the background of a bunch of other people also doing the same thing. So that's how I knew it was. Why do they bother calling? Like those ones that happened recently, like from like, it was like Kyrgyzstan or something. Why do they bother calling and then hanging up? Like, well, they the thing is, if you answer with your name, they can use that for any of those kind of services where you state your name to as like a password, like voice recognition stuff. I've heard. Oh, okay. So, so that's why your full name. Uh, it's something strange, like um, like I've had one. So I went. Uh, hello. Horatio Vondelay is speaking. Yeah, then they'd know your number is your is attached to your name. Yeah. But then also I've had them... I've heard of... Uh, my cousin had one where they called her and said, um, such and such from London wants to get in touch with you or something like that. Um, can you state your full name? Because yeah. I've, I've known to actually... Uh, normally when I answer the phone, I'll state my full name, date of birth, yeah. my credit card number, yeah, your uh, passport number, number yeah, your tax number. Yeah. Yeah, bank account number, all my passwords. Mm-hmm. I should probably stop doing that, shouldn't I? No, it's no. I don't see why. <laughs> I don't see why you should have to change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just so people know they're talking to me. You but know? they, they so it's just so you know if you're calling me that I've actually answered it. You can go. I, that's Tony's credit card number, his password number, his date of birth, his tax code. Um, yeah. The the one I heard was um, it was his it was some sort of password. a phrase saying. Um, there's been there's been an accident in somewhere, um, and it worked on this person because they knew someone in that place, and okay. they said something along the lines of, um, uh, something along the lines of uh, say your name or something like that. It was like, uh, can you state your full name so I can give you the account of what happens or yeah. something like, like that. Was, yeah, yeah. And so that way, if you uh, were to call, I don't know, there might there must be countries where. Um, something like the IRD or Inland Revenue or whatever they, yeah. IRS. Because the um, phone, phone, phone rings, you're like, hello? And they're like, um, say your name, say your name when nobody's around you. Say, baby, I love you. And like, oh, and then you're like, hi. baby, I love you. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, no. <laughs> say your name, say your name. There's nobody around you. I'm like, Tony Everett. <laughs> oh, that one that went missing for 20 years. Yeah. We need your income tax for the last 20 <laughs> it's like, years. No, it's dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we're up to Northland historian. In South 2012, Mr. Helen co authored a book called To the End of the Earth, in which it was claimed famed Maori demigod Maui wasn't Polynesian, but ancient an ancient Egyptian navigator. However, his claims of humans in Aotearoa before Maori have been substantially rubbished. <laughs> By qualified archaeologists, notably in a thorough article published by Vice. No link to it, so we'll take I thought where you're it. going with this is that we, we have these, there's these um, rock formations, which are to south of, or south of us where we live in New Zealand, and they're called the Muraki Boulders. And mm-hmm. I remember seeing something on some sort of rubbish news story oh, 15 years ago that they, some, again, probably self-proclaimed historian had uh, come to the conclusion that these were anchors off chinese ships which had visited new zealand before 
um, Maori settlement. Yeah, these things are perfectly spherical yeah. stones, and they just litter one of the beaches. Yeah, so they're saying they're anchors. Yeah. Like, hmm. No way. Apparently, um, up near Kaikoura, which if you remember from earlier, was microwave dinner in Maori. <laughs> um the they found uh, after the earthquake where there was uplift of the seabed they found more of them oh really so i guess the chinese was there for a microwave dinner <laughs> back in the day nice um next one yep the canterbury panther oh i love this story <laughs> i bloody love this one i knew you would uh, this is Can- one of my favorite ones I'm is often, that because we live in canterbury yeah but also like i like the idea of being in the outdoors and thinking ah oh, there's nothing out here that can get me but then actually there's a panther lurking mm. Canterbury is reportedly See, like, the stalking ground. This could ground. be, this isn't Puma on my shorts. I got my Pumas on again. <laughs> this could be the Canterbury Panther, not a Puma. Those are your casual Saturday recording pants. These are my workout ones, actually. So I have. Runny poos? Ah, uh, for runny poos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, these were what I was wearing yesterday afternoon. So I threw them back on when you got here because I haven't yet showered because I've been cleaning the house. I didn't need to know. Yeah. Neither did anyone else. No. <laughs> Canterbury is reportedly the stalking ground of a giant black panther. It's described somewhere in size between a Labrador and a cow. <laughs> a Labradoodle. Sightings have increased this century to around every two or three years. In 2001, Marcus Ewart and David Tutton described seeing a big black panther-like cat near Canterbury's Alford Forest. It reappeared two years later in the Ashburton Gorge and has been seen occasionally since then. Department of Conservation officials have denied its existence, arguing the large feline is merely a large feral cat. But those who have seen the beast say it's far too large to be anything but a large black panther or puma. 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 Like your shorts. Puma. Um, this, what, anything else to add to that one before I jump into the final installment? Uh, I think there was, a, there was the talk around this initially was they thought they could have escaped from some like private collection or or circus well, yeah, or something. Yeah, that's but right. yeah, it's sort of it, um, there's also a theory around weird shape shifting alien uh, creatures that are like dropped off here from like like they're like pets from like alien spacecraft or something. And they get Ooh. dropped off and they somehow run away you know how like the cat ran out the door before like, yeah that does that on the ufo and like oh no the cat's run away all right we'll <laughs> leave it we'll try and get it later on that runs around and yeah. then they come back and get it so potentially it's that it's an alien creature an alien pet alien pet yeah interesting that's kind of better in a way <laughs> yeah it is than a, uh, that escaped a zoo pet this final one is zoo pet doesn't make much sense but i'm yeah. not so sure it's i think it started as a conspiracy theory but it's well and truly been brought to light now we debunked it or is it just... it's not paranormal okay um it's quite lame yeah but, <laughs> Do you have but i think else it's entertaining i think it's entertaining okay, okay, okay. i think i think you'll be confused by why it's on the list but also entertained lord as in the singer from down south i know what this will be about this will be her bloody what was it onion ring account or something. is that right lord yeah, secret I... onion ring instagram account <laughs> This conspiracy theory made international headlines and later proved to be true. It started when News Hub's brave and intrepid reporter Anna Bracewell Worrell was tipped off to the existence of an Onion Rings Instagram account believed to be Kiwi superstar singer Lords. Bracewell Worrell followed a digital trail of evidence to build a compelling case and broke the massively random story of the Instagram account. 
The News Hub investigation reveals revealed the account which reviewed onion rings from around the world and was just followed was just followed by a few people appearing to coincide with wherever Lord was performing. It wasn't like Lord herself following the account. Like there was like a couple of handful <laughs> of people plus hers. Like, mm. <laughs> the story got picked up globally in Australia, the US and the UK. And Lord owned up to being the onion ring expert during an appearance on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, when Fallon asked if she was the owner of the account, Lord confirmed, yes, it's me. The songstress also added she was so embarrassed. She wished she was on Luke's show in 20 years' time. <laughs> I, na- <laughs> I was able to tickle his beard. <laughs> I naively didn't realize that that would be a thing. I was going to different places, trying the onion rings at each of those places. It was a funny thing to do with my friends on tour. The end. I think you should be embarrassed about that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you want to do. Yeah. That's why this exists. Exactly. <laughs> you do it for yourselves, and if anyone else gets any enjoyment out of it, that's awesome. But that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, so that's the end of my uh, this uh, this week's story. Um, shall we move along to the final we segment? We should. Um, all right. This final segment of the show is the one you've all been waiting for. Yeah. We've been uh, teasing it, cock teasing it. <laughs> do you want to try an intro on it? Because usually yeah. I do the intro, but so I'll do the intro. So we have a book, and the book <laughs> is uh, it's probably hard, it's hardcover, hardcover. I'd say. Yeah, would I mean, most say? of the world would say. Yeah, anyone who knows books would say that's pretty hardcover. Um, yep. and there's paper inside it. Um, pages. Got, yeah, pa- pages. It's got. <laughs> 320 pages, not including this page at the end thing. Do you think people get that you're joking? Or do I don't they? know. It's like I'm simple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I opened it on the last one of Amelia Earhart. Is Noonan in this? <laughs> uh, no reference to Noonan. So that's no wonder we thought that this was just um, her going by herself. And we were shocked when we found out there was like someone with her. Um, it's a conspiracy itself. It if, was we, all... if we padded for another seven minutes, we'd be talking at the tick of Noonan. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure we will be able to. Might all get this up on. Uh... Okay. All right. um, Do you want me to take over from no, here? No, I'm still doing it. Okay. So, yeah, um, we have a book. We read passages from the book. The passages are selected at random. Mm-hmm. So you, Yeah, we're we, back on track. You so one of us will flick through the pages of the book. And the other one of us is the one of us who tells the other one of us <laughs> when to stop the pages flicking. And then we pad for a bit and try and find a story that we haven't read out before. Or it's not too long, not too short, um, or not too many big words we can't pronounce. And you forgot there's music. Oh, um, and there's music, which um, I occasionally start. Okay. Today's not one of those days. All right. Shall I intro it again? No, I got it perfectly. It's probably one of the best. Are you finished? Yeah. Is that it? Is yeah. that it? Yeah, that's it. That's why you don't make it onto my talk show. I thought that was expertly done. <laughs> We've got to take an ad break. What? You were going too long. We've got to take an ad break. Oh, damn. All right. Um. New Pod World Order. Planet Comic Con. New Pod World Order comes to Planet Comic Con February 16th through the 18th at Bartle Hall, 301 West 13th Street in Kansas City, Missouri. 
Stop by and meet the crew of Jerry Butler, Dave Weimer, Cindy Bunn, and Julie Humphrey. Get your hands on some free swag and sign up now if you want to become a podcast partner with New Pod World Order. For more information, go to newpodworldorder.com and visit the website, planetcomiccon.com. And we're back. <laughs> so, do you want to start that music? Yeah, I'll start it right now. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to uh, flick this. Mm-hmm. You ready? Stand by for action. Stop. What do we got? You flick through the page. This is where iPad will you find an appropriate length of story. <coughs> so have we landed in an area that's going to give us some this sort of like a some sort of like um, Native American thing? Hmm. Oh, now there's other Native. Intriguing. Things. This is just a section on Native Americans. No, this is, this is... Yeah, it was inexplicable crimes and assaults. Okay. Hmm, it seems weird that why there was like a... That must have been a... a... Crime or assault, either by or against Native Americans. Yeah. Are we going to read the Native American one, or just another one from long, nearby? <laughs> okay, um, way to tease the Native American one. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is, says, A Mother's Curses. Not all curse relate. Okay, I'll start again. Not all curse deaths take place in primitive places. So that was the Native American one, okay. obviously. All right. Uh, the following events, for example, occurred in Oklahoma in 1960. The case involved a man who had been raised by a very domineering mother. When he decided to open a nightclub, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah. she helped him finance it and they stayed on and stayed on to assist with the management uh sound like that's a good idea but i guess she's putting money in so it eh? yeah um, you gotta see where your investment's yeah. going some 14 years later at age 38 he married and soon after decided to sell the club his mother <laughs> warned that if he sold out something dire will happen to you uh, two days after her threat, the man, with no prior history of respiratory trouble of any kind, began to experience a mild attack of asthma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cursed with a mild attack of asthma! Tell me there's more to it than that. Nevertheless, he went ahead and sold the club. The day after <laughs> the transaction, he called his mother to tell her about it. She once again told him that something will strike you. His asthmatic condition worsened at once <gasps> and he was rushed to hospital. Whoa. A psychiatrist was able to help him see the link between his illness and his mother's warnings and the asthmatic condition began to subside. Feeling better, the man began plans for another business, this time without his mother. Then one day, he called her to tell her about it. She did not try to dissuade him, but told him to expect more dire results, if he persisted. Within an hour of this fateful phone call, he had had another attack of asthma, and died. And on that note, we'll call that another episode of Lights in the Sky podcast. Yeah, um, just a word of warning there about opening a business with your mother yeah and selling the club the club yeah mm-hmm. don't mother, sell the club i think his mother was trying to recapture her youth because she had the club to go and party in and once the club had been sold where was she gonna to dance 
<laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, so no wonder she was peeved with him. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, that's a bit of a, I mean, a bitchy thing to do to your son. <laughs> well, did she do it or did she just point it out? Well, uh, I know she's upset about, you know, the, 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 sale, the, club. <laughs> the sale of the club. But, yeah. um, you know, you think you'd want to write your best for your son in whatever endeavour he is going to embark upon. And the space shuttle endeavour. Uh, maybe. We've been there. We've seen that. We've seen that. On that note, we'll call that another episode of Lights in the Sky podcast. Join us next week for tale, for more tales from the paranormal Tone. And Ladge. <laughs> No one gets it. Catch you you next week. Toodaloo!